Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. Hello, hello. We have a design consultation today on our episode of Bewitching the Home. And our guest is Jessica. We are looking at her family living room situation. And we're going to go into it and answer all of her questions. And if you're in need of a design consultation, we have our doors open. You do not need it to be a podcast episode. So I've had people reach out and be like, I want and I need a design consultation, but I don't think I can do an episode on the podcast. I'm just a little too shy or I don't want to put all my my goods out there and, and share it with the world. I'm just not ready for that. So Design consultations are available and they are on Zoom, so they're virtual. Or if you're here in San Diego, we can do a design consultation by the hour in person. And you can sign up for those at our website, which is bewitchingthehome.com. And then I also will have the link here in the show notes, which will connect you to my Calendly calendar so that you can book a hour session with me to ask your questions, to dive in, to pick my brain. Um, I ask for photos and if you have any adjacent photos of different parts of the room, you can ask about, you know, anything really if you have ideas and Pinterest photos any photos would be huge but yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode with Jessica this is a great way to see how I work whenever you book a design consultation with me welcome to bewitching the home a podcast that supports the journey of holistic interior designers I'm your host Rachel Lorraine Crawford a creatrix of sacred space here we will discover new concepts meet creatives and learn from active interior designers and conscious businesses that guide us to create enchanted homes. Homes filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for their inhabitants and Mother Earth. Homes connected to the highest vibration that bring balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Welcome back. We have Jessica who is in Savannah, Georgia for today's refresh which I'm really excited about. We're gonna take a look at her living room today. So before we get into some design, I'm gonna go ahead and open up our space, connecting with all of these beautiful elements. I will start by lighting our candle, our dedicated Mithras beeswax candle. Which just takes a moment to, to catch. Perfect. I'm going to go ahead and ring our bell um, again to set intention of being present um, in our bodies in the moment. I'm just anchoring in. 
And then I am going to pull us a card. So I'm pulling from Moon Void Tarot. We had Stephanie on a while back and I just love her cards. So I'm going to pull from Moon Void Tarot. Uh, I'll pull right side up. So if something comes in reverse, of course, I, I turn all my cards in that other direction. Uh, so let's see what we have for today. Ooh, we've got the Nine of Pentacles. And this is the card of independence. This is the card of luxury. This is the card of really reaping the fruits of our labor, uh, appreciating all that we have accomplished. Um, and I feel like our homes really represent that. And if you look at the, the card itself, she's got a beautiful sofa here uh, behind her, which is really cool. So it's like really creating the sacred space to acknowledge and to receive all that we have accomplished. Um, I think that's really beautiful. And then I wanted to share, of course, what I'm nourishing myself. And today it's coffee. I've been running a little late today, so I, I've just needed an extra punch of caffeine. So I am, I'm doing my coffee. Um, Jessica, I would love to know what you're nourishing yourself with. I have coffee too. Do you? I have my, my own personal decaf latte that I made at home. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. So we've got a design refresh and we're connecting here with Jessica. She's got a beautiful living room that we want to um, freshen up. So Jessica, I would love for you to share with me your um, your intention for the space. Can you also tell us, you know, who is part of the family, ages, that sort of thing, so we can kind of get an, an understanding of the space and who it's serving. Okay. So it's myself and my husband, and the two kids are um, 10 and 12, about to have birthdays. We're about to have a teenager. Um, so I think I would say the intention is twofold, basically depending on whether the kids are home or not. So when they're not home, um, I, I usually am home okay. most of the time. And I like to sit in there. Um, I don't like when it's messy. So I want it to be just a really relaxing, happy place for me that I just love and comfortable. And then when the kids are home, they use it a lot. Um, you know, I guess we all try to keep kids off electronics to an extent, but they have the TVs in there, the PS4 is in there. Um, they like to sit in there after school too and just you know, do whatever. Yeah. So this is like a big hangout. So it gets, um, it gets used a lot. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And then sometimes we'll all four watch a movie together or something. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm going to go to, um, I'm going to share my screen in just a second, just so that we can look at the actual space. So yeah. So in the space, we have a, a gray sofa on the right side, opposed to a beautiful fireplace. There's two, um, lounge chairs, a beautiful um, area rug. There's a trunk in the middle, and then she's got some turquoisey light, like maybe like a light turquoise aqua colored um, drapery. There's some speakers in there, and some end tables and, and throw pillows and such. It's uh, a very spacious room, and I noticed you said that you like this room because of the spaciousness of it. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Okay. Cool. Um, so I wanted to ask you what, um, what are the feelings that you're wanting to invoke into this space when you come into the room? Um, I would love for it to be relaxing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, 
I really love interiors and I would, I would really like to love it. Yeah. Cause a lot of times I'm at someone else's house or looking at pictures or something and I'm like, Oh, I love that so much. Or like my sister's house, for example, it feels so homey and cozy, even though it's like probably fancier than ours. And yeah. I'm like, how do they get that? <laughs> Beautiful. Um, okay. So let me ask you, what are some things that we can, are there things in here that have to stay? What are those items? Um, the speakers are new and were really expensive and my husband worked really hard to get them. Yeah. I didn't know what they were going to look like when he got them. I was quite shocked that they're so big and like, uh, weird looking, <laughs> but, but, um, I think that we have to have them for now. Yeah. And, um, the TV, we use the TV, so okay. that has to be in the room. Um, I do really like the curtains a lot. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, I like generally all the stuff that's in there, but I, I'm probably, I mean, the couch is a pretty big investment. Yeah, for so sure. That's probably, that's going to stay. Okay. So. And the two lounge Spe- chairs, speakers, TV, curtains, and couch. Um, they are just cheap Wayfair chairs. Okay. And then what about the area rug? Usually the area rugs are an investment. Was that something that you guys? Yeah, it was, it is. Um, I've had it for gosh, maybe 15 years or something. So I've gotten my money out of it. I do like it, but if it makes a big difference to change it, I'd be open to that. Okay. And then the end tables and the trunk. Um, the end tables are not special at all. In fact, I think they're meant to go by a bed and the trunk is special. But um, it doesn't have to be in that room. Okay. Okay, cool. So, um, and then my other question is, are you able to, or do you even want to do this? Would you be open to putting the TV on the wall versus it sitting on the mantle and hiding the cords, like behind the walls? I believe that is on my husband's to-do list. Okay. But it's, you know, it's been on his to-do list for a couple of years. Okay. So, <laughs> So that's one thing I would do if you have, if you're able to do it, like maybe speak with him and set a date, like maybe on a weekend um, together. Or maybe we can hire somebody. Or hire somebody. Yeah. Perfect. Have somebody come in and put the TV on the wall and hide the the cords. Now that you had the speakers, I'm sure he was waiting for those to come in before he wanted to really dedicate the, the wires behind the wall. So I think that would help with just clearing it up, putting the TV up on the fireplace where we give you some space there between the mantle and the television and then there's two little pieces of art there i would take those out um they're probably just there just because you put them there and didn't really have a spot for them i'm guessing yeah um and the sofa's great so i would keep the sofa um if you could replace the area rug i would do that just because it clashes a little bit with the drapes that you just put in that i know you like so I would then replace the rug with something that has that color in it so that they're connecting, so that they're communicating. So what I'm seeing in this room, since the curtains are, or the drapes are really something that you love and you wanna keep, that's gonna be sort of our, our bouncing off point. Um, and I'm assuming that all of the art is staying in that space, right? It has to for now, because yeah. there's really nowhere else to put it. Yeah, so, um, yeah. so we're gonna it's, keep that. It's not really my style. Okay. It's, it's a shame that it's not my style, but it does have to be in there for now. Okay, so we'll just know that eventually, maybe in the future, the next phase in this room would be to replace the art. So we're just gonna keep that in mind as we're transitioning this room. So the room's gonna go through probably a few phases before it's totally complete. 
Uh, but yes, replacing the rug with something that has that aqua color in it would be um, would be huge. And then what we would do with that is take out the throw pillows and we're going to replace the throw pillows um, with something that's going to complement both the rug and the drapery. So with that, since your sofa is solid, I would do um, a pattern. I'm going to change um, pictures here so that I can get a different view of the room. So yeah, just depending on your rug, your rug, I could see something having a larger pattern to it, probably not a solid because you've got such a solid sofa. Um, and then your pillows, I would pull from the rug to do some patterns. So I would do at least three throw pillows on your sofa. So maybe having one pillow that is more textured and then textured and, and more of a solid color and then have two other accent pillows that will have a pattern to it. Um, and looking at your um, end tables and yeah, they definitely look like nightstands that would go next to a bed. The scale is just a little bit small. So I would replace it with two end tables that are larger and I would say probably around 20, like a 24 inch end table. And I would, your room's a little bit more traditional. Did you want to keep in that that um, zone or did you want to maybe make it a little bit more transitional where it's got a little bit of contemporary and traditional elements to it your drape your um your window panels look a bit more contemporary versus you know the traditional yeah i actually really love modern but um yeah we just have all these things that we can't really well the paintings i yeah. guess mainly we can't get rid of right now. So I guess transitional would make a little bit more sense in the time being. Okay. So with that in mind, what I would do is two different end tables. Um, if it was, if you were going to go stay more in the uh, traditional sense, then I would do two matching, but I, I typically try to mix it up, especially if we're doing transitional looks. Um, so on one end, so when you're facing the sofa, looking at the sofa face on, the table that's going to be on the right, I would look for something round, something that's like 24 inches. It could even go as big as 30 inches round. And I would do a table lamp on there. And the table lamp, I would make it, you know, somewhere between 25 to 30 inches high. A lot of times the mistakes that we make are getting end table or table lamps that are too short and too small. So we want to make sure that they're, they're grounder. You have a, you have a large space. So we want to go bigger in here. We want to not necessarily, um, Feel the room where it feels like it's a lot of stuff but we want to create that that coziness to it and right now some of the furniture is just a little bit dwarfed like with the end table there it just it just looks too small so we'll do a large round um, end table a large table lamp to go next to it and then i would take one of these chairs or if you're going to replace the chair i would put it next to that round table so it's going to be at an angle like a 45 degree angle looking at the television as well. Um, I think in your write-up, you had mentioned that your daughters move the chairs around. Is that so that they can watch TV in the chair? No, they just, they just move around. The kids move around a lot and then things just get like, I, I had learned that the feet of the sofa should be on the rug. And like, it's just like within 12 hours, the sofa is back up against the wall again. It's just, they just, I don't know what they do. It just moves. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. So I, if you're going to replace the chairs, I would do two different chairs. Um, one of them I would probably do like in a pattern, something kind of fun. 
um, especially to go with, you know, those window panels because that has a, a fun, um, vibrant color to it. Um, but if you were to stay in the solids, then I would mix it up a little bit with the color, maybe going darker just because your sofa and your chairs are, um, they're sim they're not the same color, but they're similar. So I would take it, um, I would put a bit more contrast there. So having a accent chair, 45 degree next to the sofa, and then the trunk I would put in a different room or um, move it out. It's just a bit small again, and I would do a, a much larger coffee table. Um, I see something like maybe from Restoration Hardware or Crate and Barrel um, would have a larger scaled coffee table that could go there. So it'd probably be like, you could even do a, a really big one where it's like 48 by 48 or um, you know four feet by three feet, something that's larger and not so solid. Um, the solidness makes it a bit heavy. So I would do something that's maybe two tiered where you have the top and maybe there's a shelf down below um, so that you could okay. store, you know, like box, like a decorative box with your, um, you know, your remotes and maybe the kids video game controllers so that it looks clean and there's a home for that stuff so that it's not like it's yeah. just all over. Um, and then maybe do some big coffee table books like down on that lower shelf to create some interest in there. And then on the opposite side- Any particular shape? I would do like a rectangle or a square. Yeah, definitely for the shape of the room. And then on the left side of the sofa, I would do a larger end table as well. Maybe do like a 24 by 24 square or a 24 by 20 <clears throat> rectangle or square over in that, that corner over there. I like the round next to the sofa in between the chair because you're at an angle so it's going to soften that space for you and then i would do um, another table lamp on that end table to the left and i would make that different so you're going to mismatch those two end tables and you're going to mismatch the table lamps but still be about the same size table lamp because you still want it to be quite okay. large over there um, and then you can keep an accent chair over in that corner where the current one is now. I'm going to go and switch the um, picture here. I just want to On the window side? Yeah. So when you're looking, so do you see this photo right now like this? Um, are you able to yeah. see my cursor yes. moving? Okay. So this chair right here, you could keep this or you can replace it. Um, what's in this basket? Are they records or magazines? It's like magazines and a couple books. Okay, so um, I would consolidate that and that could go into like your coffee table. Like if you do a layer down below and just have them neatly piled up um, and I would eliminate this. And I would do a small little cocktail um, end table. Something that's like between 10 and like 20 inches round for like a little drink that could go there. And you can find something like that at um, West Elm has really cute little um, tables like that right now. And then on this wall here where the speaker is, you could do like two pieces of art, one above the other. You have a lot of um, wall space yes. to, to decorate with. And then I would um, probably pick up these candles, the candlesticks. Let me go to what that looks like up front. Yeah, I'd probably just clean that up 
Um, if you wanted something like that, maybe do like two really big candle like lanterns. Like they have like these lanterns that, um, these glass lanterns that like crate and barrel that you can put like a few big candlesticks inside of them. Maybe do like two right here, one, two. And then if you wanted something on this side of the hearth on the right side, you could do like um, a vessel or a base or something, but you might not even need anything over there since you've got that subwoofer on the floor. Mm -hmm. And then of course this chair and this basket would go away. You could put the trunk on this wall back here and then do like a, a larger piece of art right here. And then if you're open, I would do like a, um, a plant back here. I don't know if we can maybe move the guitar over to another side, maybe to this side over here and do like a large plant in a planter in this corner, almost like a tree like a fiddle leaf fig or something like that to bring in some, um, to bring in some life. Do you have questions on any of that? I'm just looking at the room. Um, where would you, where were you saying for the guitar? Oh, maybe it would go over here. Or on this. I don't see your, oh, oh can you see it? Oh, okay. So, if, yeah, so if like this is the speaker and you have the trunk here, maybe the guitar goes right here. And, and then this pile, is this side uh, DVDs that are on the floor right here? That is their PS4 stuff. Oh, PS4. Okay, so. Yeah, so maybe what we'll do is have like a really pretty decorative box on the coffee table to store that. Mm -hmm. And what about the basket? Because that's kind of functional to keep our blankets in. Yeah, so with the basket, I would see, I would, I want to keep something in the room. You could bring that to the other chair instead of having that little side table. Maybe that goes like right here instead. The basket with your pillows and or your throws oh okay got it so i'm just kind of opening up this corner and i'm creating a cozy space here with you know like a tree chair you'll have the basket you could if you get a small enough little cocktail um end table you could have a little thing there for them for their drink and then of course these cords will be picked up you'll have maybe some lanterns with the candles in there the trunk back here, a piece of art, and then two pieces of art, one above the other in this zone. And then I noticed there's little... So oh, go ahead. Bigger. Bigger art than those little things. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's too small. Medium-sized art. Yeah, so like the art that I'm seeing here on this wall is probably going to be, I'd say like 20 inches wide by probably 24 to 30 inches tall. So basically it's going to be... I wish I could draw on this. It would be like two big rectangles and then the other one be, would be lower so we're really trying to fill okay. this wall here and then you'll have a plant here okay. and then maybe this horizontal rectangles um vertical oh okay yeah so it'd be like 20 wide by like 30 high somewhere in there and then over here i would do like one large vertical piece above your trunk And then these little speakers that are in the corners, are those staying? Um, they can go. They don't, we don't even know how to function. They were like from the previous owners. Oh, got it. Okay. So then, yeah, I would just eliminate those when you have the guy come and wire the television. Okay. And then, if, and then this, you know, all this will go and you'll have a, a rectangle 
end table with a um, table lamp. Okay. And then this chair is going to fill this space up. Right. And then I would, and then when you replace your art, you could do a gallery wall here. You could keep one piece here and you can, you have room over here too, to do something vertical or one over the other. I'd probably wait and see what, um, side chair you get here and see what this corner looks like. Okay. And then these little guys on the floor underneath this vertical, um, painting is that, are those iPads or are they pieces of the speaker? They, yes. They're, they're iPads. Oh, they're iPads. Okay. My kids. So yeah. So then that would basically, we just want to create little homes for that. So again, maybe that goes on the coffee table and in, in a, um, and it could also just be like a, you know, like a tray that they just stack on top of each other, the iPads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have questions on any of those things? Um, just in reference to what you just said, the iPads there, you know, she, she does put those there all the time. So we can change that, but they generally are over there because there's a plug and they charge them. Got it. So, so maybe what we maybe, do is we can, can charge get like a charging station. This little end table. I'm sure there's a plug down here, right? Let me see if I can look at the photo. Oh, I can't tell. But I. Okay. So the end. Yeah, there's this, one behind the couch. Yeah. So you could create a charging station here. So if you have a table here with a table lamp, they could charge their iPads on that side table. Yeah. Okay. Just so it's not on the floor. Um. So a lamp. I guess I don't have a, a visual, um, you've, you've been great about telling me measurements. I don't really have the visual, um, imagination to see how, like, how big is this? So it doesn't a lamp usually take up a lot of the actual space on the top of the table. Well, we're going to go bigger with this end table cause these are small. So the base of your lamp is probably going to be, um, in the diameter of like eight to 10 inches. So it's really not okay. going to take up too much space and I would do like a ceramic lamp one of the ones in the corner could be a glass lamp a glass base so I would look at like um crate and barrel I don't know where you like to shop are there certain stores that you're attracted to style wise Target. Really? Target. <laughs> um, Target sometimes has um you know lamps as well I would just make sure that you go bigger because again the biggest mistake everyone always gets these teeny little things and it's like we got these little tiny things everywhere and, and the scale is off so we want to create some harmony in the room so we don't want the room to be like where everything's like at one level we want to go up and down and you know we want our eye to move so and we want to add different textures so the thing I'm missing in this room is sort of that earthy element of like ceramic or glass um have a little bit of glint to it so that it sparkles in certain spaces so i would look at ceramic um table lamps glass would be really pretty in there and like i said the diameter is only going to be about 10 8 to 10 inches and you're going to have room on that table and especially if you do a big round table in that corner that's going to be you know 24 to 30 inches round that's quite large so that could also be a space to charge the iPads. The other table seems to be a bit too small. Okay. So yeah, so it's really about getting things that are bigger in this space um, so that it has that feeling of um, kind of just being hugged and, and cozy and 
Um, I noticed you have two little throws over the arms. I would just do like one big throw, like in a corner, draped um, on your sofa. Let me put my cursor on here. So like if you had like a throw just kind of draped down here and then you have a pillow on top of it. Okay. So it's really about like just dressing the space. Do you, have okay. Do you have a question? And did you, is the rug a good size already? Yeah, that looks like it's an eight by 10. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it looks like, let me go to the space where I can see it. Yeah, an eight by 10 is perfect in there. Okay. Right. And my other question is um, about, I guess just the placement of the sofa. Is it okay that it's up against the wall? Yeah, yeah. You can definitely have it up against okay. the wall. Uh, that's not a problem. And that's centered on the fireplace, yeah? Looks like it. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be. Like I said, the kids, like, it's shook, like, <laughs> mysteriously all the time. But I might maybe I can get some, like, rubber grip things on the bottom or something. Yeah, and I think having those end tables, too, will probably just keep it in place. And um, that's funny. Does it, like, move side to side or just moves out or...? It just, it moves side to side, probably towards the window. Oh, got because it. Because that's just how they probably like throw themselves on the couch or something yeah yeah exactly my when my boys play video games my youngest one like jumps and he like jumps and sits on the sofa and it's constantly like going like this i'm like oh my god it's like really crazy <laughs> um so that could be it too where they're just like and yeah throwing themselves onto the sofa and laying down and um, yeah so yeah any other questions for the space I think that covers it. Okay. And you can also add like plants. extremely helpful. Oh, good. And you can also add, you know, another plant like on the coffee table. I don't know how green your thumbs are, but um, you could also add, like, you know, some greenery on the coffee table and on the end table. I like to add little accents of plants wherever I can just to bring in that, that okay. life into the space. So, yeah. And if you're out and about and you... Um, I think you have my phone number. If not, I will text it to you or email it to you. And you can always, you know, send me a text and be like, if you're at Target or Crate Bear or whatever, and you're like, is this what you're talking about? <laughs> Just send me a text and I can say mm -hmm. yes. Okay. That's that's awesome. what I'm talking about. So, yeah. And then I would also, you know, maybe just gather some inspiration photos, go on Pinterest or Instagram or whatever, and um, look at some rooms that are similar to yours in the way of, like, the color palette, especially with, like, the the aqua um, or tealy green blue um, window panels that's going to be since that's staying and that's the brightest part of the room the, the distinct color you're really going to be pulling everything around those panels so making sure that everything's copacetic um, color wise okay. oh yeah and when I'm choosing things like paintings and um, I mean art and pillows and stuff just to get like complementary colors that go with that one yeah and they don't have exactly and they don't have to match per se they just have to complement each other because right now the rug that's in there is very you know traditional and then you have these bright blue green uh, panels that are solid that just feel more contemporary so there's a little bit of the clash I think after you take out the rug you'll see an immediate difference there because the panels go really well with your sofa. You know, they complement each other really well. The style of it is that transitional look. It's just the the rug is a bit too um, traditional for the panels. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. 
Thank you so much for being so open and sharing your space with all of us. I know sometimes it could be scary to like let somebody in and look and see what's happening. And I just really appreciate it. And I think so many people that are going to be listening and watching are going to identify with the space. And um, yeah, I just think it's really cool that you've been so open with me. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate your help so much. Of course. Alrighty. Take care. You have been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Ken Seth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E, and find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.